0: If you're a 6.7 liter Powerstroke fan, you're going to want to listen to this episode. But before we get to it, we had a favor to ask you guys. We love your feedback. If you haven't done so already, head on over to iTunes, subscribe to the Diesel Podcast, give us a rating, and comment with what guests you'd like to hear from or what topic. That feedback is what drives this podcast and the episodes we bring to you. We also want to thank the sponsors for this episode, ATS Diesel and Dan's Diesel Performance. If you're looking to upgrade your truck, whether it's towing, racing, sled pulling, just driving it on the street, go to ATSDiesel.com and DansDieselPerformance.com to check out those upgrades and hit them up with the questions you have. All right, let's get to the Power Stroke Talk. All right, guys, we're we're excited to have you on the, the podcast today for another episode of the Diesel Podcast. And we've got Dan Snyder snyder performance engineering and this is gonna this is six seven power stroke stuff there's some really cool things that are going on and uh some new advancements so i want to welcome you back to the podcast dan how you been
1: all right man how have you guys been
0: busy doing podcasts talking uh <laughs> talking to guys like yourself and and what they're doing to to go faster make more power and have fun with their trucks
1: yeah i hear, uh a lot changed for you guys over like the last year or so since i've been on
0: yeah yeah we've been uh Been been cranking on uh, content for podcasts and I mean there's so much going on in the diesel community that uh, it's it's almost tough to stay on top of all of it with the races and the power and you know like even with uh, UCC recently you know and you you guys are out there Um, I didn't get to catch a lot of the live feed and stuff but it seemed like. I've always been a fan of that truck that you guys have <laughs> and a fan of what you guys do. I wanted to get kind of the the recap the the insider, you know, feel for, for what it was like this year.
1: Yeah, for sure. Well, um it, it was kind of like a flip flop uh for us from last year. Uh last year we missed the drag racing portion and uh we got the dyno into pool last year and then uh this year it was a flip to that. We got the drag race, and then we missed the dyno and the the uh, pulling of it. So it was uh, – we got there on time this year, and uh, that was nice, and the, the truck was kind of built, and we kind of got some of the bugs and stuff worked out of it and got some data on it. And we thought everything was good, but you know how that goes. Every, every time you think that, you get a wrench thrown into it, and it sucked because uh, y- you – you think you got things figured out, and then you know kind of bite you in the ass Yeah, but uh the the drag racing aspect of it um we 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 even ran into a lot of issues um we i believe are the fastest four wheel drive power stroke um and it was actually a, a crap pass um we had some problems during the pass, and I ended up lifting at a 1,000 foot, and we had a really bad rail pressure surge the whole way down. You can even hear it in the videos. Um, we're, so we're, we're working, out the, working out some pump control stuff. Uh, me and Phil have been messing with a few things, and the problem is we have the truck turned down uh, so much and the duration pulled back so much on the injectors that they did for us for that truck that the pumps are flowing enough volume since injectors are turned back that the the drv or the the pressure regulator on the the fuel rail can't actually bypass enough fuel volume so the pcm gets mad and it'll actually shut off the fcas on the on the high pressure pumps it it kills them until the rail comes back into check and then it opens them back up again Mm. that causes the truck to surge and doing all kinds of crazy stuff but uh we ended up making that pass on a hundred pounds of boost, barely any nitrous, and then lifting at a thousand feet and we still went like nine four at like one one forty or one thirty six. So there's a lot left on the table. And uh we we went out to make a third pass after that and uh on the nine five pass we lost the converter pretty much right away. Um uh haven't haven't really got to diagnose that thing completely yet. Uh tranny's out of the truck but haven't got to iron it out entirely, figure out whether it was a control issue or whether it was the converter itself slipping. But uh ended up making a nine five pass with literally no walk up. So And then uh we did that and it over revved, it was like almost six thousand RPMs, uh, that whole the whole way down the track and ended up touching a couple exhaust valves and it basically got to the point where after that night and, and you know, into the next day we are like, well, we pretty much have to pull the trainee. <laughs> we got to pull the heads and figure out what happened. And we didn't have everything we needed to really fix it truly anyway. So it just kind of ran out of time and, and parts. So kind of had to throw in the towel at that point
0: but what is it now when you're there you know and there's the big crowds and the people watching and everything do you get asked a lot about a six seven power stroke in ucc going as fast as it did <laughs> making the power and the boost that it does like how do you guys do this
1: <laughs> well in that in that pass i mean we we had it actually wastegated down to like only 100 psi for that pass so that the truck was turned way down um because we we're we're still trying to get it filled out but yeah, I mean, that's one of the main things. People walk by and they, you know, they ask questions and it's it's kind of astonishing that this motor's been out for seven years, this platform, and nobody really knows anything about it yet. And not enough people have really latched onto it to push it. Um, and I think, you know, it's partially because of other businesses, you know, they're not, um, I think they're just as scared as the general public, you know what I mean, as far as, like, taking something on that nobody knows anything about yeah. and pushing it, you know. And, it, and from a business standpoint, it's kind of hard to make sense of it just because of money, you know what I mean, um, you know, and time and development and the cost of developing. Things. I mean, you know, when you compare it to the common stuff, you had, I mean, look at how many people have been pushing that platform for, you know, the last, geez, basically 20 years now, easy, um, that it's been pushed really hard. And there's a lot of support, so you get to divide that cost up <laughs> you know among among many companies yeah and and everybody you know in that aspect when you, at that level you know a lot of the companies are fine with working with each other too, so that helps it grow you know even quicker but you know in the the last seven years with this platform, we didn't really at least i don't feel that we have seen that as much you know there's there's not as many people kind of latching on it pushing it so i guess i kind of felt like we needed to do that you know but it it makes it hard for us because you know we only have so much money and we only have so much time you know so it it kind of makes it difficult and uh but when people come around they 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 want to just i mean literally you can they'll hammer you with questions for like an hour (laughs) no one knows you know so hell there's a lot of people that saw the front end on that truck and they think it's a six four because it's the only fiberglass front end we could get last year was, a, like, an 08 style. So, a lot of people even think it's a 6.4 truck, and they come over, and they look at it, and they're like, wait, that's not a 6.4. You kind of, <laughs> you know what I mean? So, I mean, my dad was staying in the pits just to talk to people because people have a lot of questions, you know, and they're uh, kind of baffled when they see there's a 6.7 in it, and got to go over over everything. I mean, there's, you know, the questions on the boost, you know, and... And, uh, boost is the biggest question because just because they see three turbos, so they want to know, you know, and then, uh, fuel and what all you have to do to them to, to make them withstand that, you know,
0: as far as like looking at the power stroke platform in general and, and the, like the listeners and the enthusiasts that are out there is what would be, what are some things that you guys have learned firsthand with the 6.7 liter power stroke that, is different than some of the other motors like says so six four six o's things like that that people may not know or that they should know about this platform
1: absolutely um i mean there's a lot of things i the general thing I like to tell people um, when they start asking questions about it the first thing I tell them is look at the six oh look at the six four even even the seven three and take all of its downfalls and then put yourself in a Ford engineer's shoes. And they literally looked at all that stuff and they're like, all right, this is all the things that we need to improve on. And don't get me wrong, the connecting rods, everybody knows that's a weak point. But there's so many other positive points about it that they did look at and overcome. You know, like the valve train issues in the six zero and four. I mean, they're plagued with that. And they touched on it in the 6.7. I mean, we're turning we're turning almost 6,000, we can turn almost 6,000 RPM with a factory rocker. You know. And, and the thing is, is it's not even a crazy technology. It's still a stamp steel rocker. But the thing that sets it apart from the 6 on the 6.4, there's no valve bridges. So you literally have a rocker per valve. So every cylinder has a rocker per valve. So you have four push rods and four rockers per cylinder. And they divide that load up so now you have you have less valvetrain mass. You know what I mean. You have as they divide it up, it kind of separates the load. You know what I mean. Yeah. Um, so you can effectively turn a little more RPM and and not have as much deflection and, and you know torque issues on the rocker itself. Um, so there's a lot of things that you know they looked at with that engine. You know from all the prior motors and uh, kind of addressed you know, down to the head bolts, you know, you got six bolts per cylinder now, um, and that's one thing I, I wanted to, you know, touch on with, with you know, for people, too, was, uh, you know, we were logging these thing, this thing in the UCC truck with the triple setup, and, you know, we, we cranked the gate shut, and we're like, let's see what this thing will make for boost on fuel, and uh, we pegged the 150 PSI, you know, pressure sensor, and had a uh, 500 PSI sensor on the back pressure side, and, you were seeing 100 it was basically 1 to 1 the whole time and then we we took it up and this is about 177 pounds of back pressure and uh pegged the boost sensor so we were probably in that 160 range for boost and the best part is is we're on, we're still on a factory gasket you know it's a factory MLS gasket it's studded and nothing crazy other than making sure the deck surface on the head and the block is a hot uh low numerical ra finish meaning it's basically like a glass surface on both sides and a factory gasket and they'll you know they're holding 100 and 150 plus pounds of boost i mean show me another platform that that's really common with you know what i mean Um, that's what
0: i was just thinking it doesn't exist (laughs) exactly i mean
1: it's you know and like i'm saying you know it's not obviously every engine has its downfall but um, there, You know, it's a little downfall, you know, whether it's parts or, you know, it's architecture or whatever. But um, I think from what we have found with this engine so far, there's a lot of factory components and design things. The design of, you know, the components themselves that allow it to kind of, as dumb as it sounds, be a cost-effective engine to make some power with. Um, and it's kind of blown us away. I mean, even even talking to you, you know, a year ago or so, um, you know what we found from then to now has been you know leaps and bounds over just you know a year. So it's uh, there's a lot of positives, and you know the connecting rods are major negative for a factory truck, um, but they did address that in 2018. Um, I think it was the job two build in 17. They actually did beef up the connecting rod. So it's the same weight um is the prior rod but the cross section on it the the design of it is different um i think it's going to help you know with trucks that are you know just tuned or you know maybe a pump or something like that on where they were seeing failures um i think it's going to help with those type of failures but you know as well as i do anything over a thousand you're obviously 800 to a thousand you're going to want to build a motor anyway yeah a cummins or duramax i mean you're just you kind of get in that territory but um, you know, from a factory aspect, I think the engines have a lot of potential. Um even from the the the, the mains um NAT standpoint, just the way that they're the they're a six bolt essentially on every cap. So you have your your cross bolts like on a Duramax. But instead of being like a Duramax where you only have um <clears throat> two two bolts on the on the actual you know vertical aspect of the, the the main cap um you have four so you know they they aren't quite as sturdy as a six zero or the whole bottom half the block is a is a bed plate um they're not quite that great but they're still really good we don't really see a lot of cap issues or anything like that but uh that's, you know, going into when we build these engines, you know, we had to figure out the oil clearances and all that other stuff and the types of bearings to run and all that. So, you know, when you buy an engine off of us, all that has been figured out, you know, and set up properly. But those are all things that don't cost a lot of money, you know, in that aspect.
0: Right. And what about the fuel system as far as maybe not on a tuned truck or a stock truck, but doing what you're doing? Is there... You know, what kind of potential is there with it, with the injectors, the injection pump, the whole system?
1: So, um, you know, obviously like the Duramaxes and stuff, the LMLs, uh, they share basically the same exact fuel system. Um, The only difference is the LMLs have no lift pump. They have this, the gear drive pump on the back of the CP4. Um, The Ford utilizes a lift pump um, that I feel that helps them keep their longevity i mean they they'd still have pump failures i mean they all do everybody knows the cp4s you know are prone to failing but on the six sevens i feel like they have less cp4 issues um than the duramax just because they do actually have a lift pump um i think that helps tremendously i mean we all know that lift pumps help with that um but as far as the as power wise um we're seeing anywhere. I mean, it, it totally depends on your air. But if you can keep the high-pressure fuel volume up, you know, whether you're running a twin pump or a stroker uh, factory location pump, um, we can do anywhere from seven close to 800 horse on a factory injector um, tuning-wise.
0: Well, well, that that's, uh, that saves money on having to buy injectors if if you yeah, just want I mean,
1: 7, I mean, that's that's pretty stout for a you know a factory injector. Especially, especially in terms of things in the past, you know, I mean, there's, I mean, you know, as far as the coming stuff, I mean, there, there's points where, you know, 500 horse was really pushing it.
0: Yeah, and then it's it's so different, you know, from last year when we talked it, as far as the advancements and the information, you know, that you guys are able to gather on this platform. And it's almost like a, the way I see it is the, the hidden gem so to speak to think of the kind of boost the kind of rpm the, the things you can do with the motor that maybe the you know the the Duramax and the Cummins guys may not know about they may not even think or know what the potential is or even power stroke fans themselves for sure i think might not know this stuff. i think
1: the major thing was is the the 60 and 64 just gave everybody such a bad taste in their mouth i mean not knocking on the 60 cuz i mean you can make power with both platforms. I mean, you definitely can, but I think, you know, from the factory truck standpoint with all the emission stuff still on them and everything, it just gave the shops and the people, you know, the customers that just purchased the truck such a bad taste. Um, I think it just it kind of pushed everybody away, you know what I mean? Um, and and nobody just sees it as a as a good platform in general just because, I mean, you know how it is. You know, if you're, just like if you're, you know, you're a Chevy family or you're a Ford family or whatever, you know, it's just like automatically, no matter what the other brand comes out with, it's just automatically junk. You know what I mean? That's just, that's just how people are, you know? (laughs) But, uh, I mean, I think, you know, if we keep pushing the platform and we keep, you know, getting the data and fixing everything, you know, the little quirks and everything that we need to, um, I think, I think it'll start, you know, people will start opening up to it a little bit more and, you know, kind of hopping on hopping on that platform. So, but it's it's definitely one of those things. It's like any other motor. You know, I don't want to sit here and be like, oh, yeah, stock motor is perfect. You know, it's it's not. I mean, it's no different than, you know, any other platform. They all have their own little tiny quirks that need to be addressed. Um, but, like, you know, looking at it from, like, a cylinder head aspect, or like just the block aspect in general. You know, we're, you know, we made on the chassis down here. We, you know, we shrunk a rod after UCC um, making eighteen hundred to the tire on fuel. You know, we we crushed a acrylic rod and shrunk it, and then we had to talk to Crillo and get an HD version of that rod, like they do for the Duramaxes and the, the Cummins stuff. You know, done for this engine, and uh, you know now we don't have a rod issue. You know, so the uh the aspect of like the block and everything though you know 1800 on fuel on a factory block i feel like is pretty damn cool you know oh yeah <laughs> you know well, the factory cool. crank yeah they they do flex you know we have we have found that the cranks flex a little bit we've we've pulled them out and checked them and they do flex and everything but we have yet to break one so you know we're not we're not going billet on anything until we need to you know that's i feel like that's <laughs> our duty with this platform is to Take as many factory components and and push them as hard as we can to see where they're actually wearing or failing. You know what I mean? Because I think you know being this fresh and everything, we need we all need to know that. You know what I mean?
0: Oh, absolutely, And especially you know pocketbooks for you know, customers you may have or you know people out there. Is do I need a billet crank? Do I need to do this?
1: Yeah, and and even just in the aspect of going and buying a new truck, you know, you get these guys who are like, all right, I want to dump. into this vehicle, or this is what I have to work with, what can that get me? You know what I mean? And, you know, that works best for, you know, whether it's a a shop that we sell products to or somebody that you're talking to or, you know, whatever it, it, you know, that can sway people just on a platform to purchase, you know, what they're capable of doing with a set amount of money that they want to dump into a vehicle. Um, And I think that's why the Cummins always shine so much, you know, because it was – a truck that you could you can make a thousand horse with and not get real crazy you know not get real crazy on internals and you know things of that nature
0: that's very true that's very true i I did see on social media um you guys had posted on like instagram and Facebook you guys debuted some new products at u c c at your booth what what did you guys bring
1: um so we've been kind of uh well, I don't know if Amy's talking lately. Amy's my wife, obviously, for people who don't know. But uh, <laughs> she's basically the uh, the legs to the company, pretty much. Uh, if it wasn't for her, I don't know how we'd do anything. But um, basically, you know, we've kind of been shifting uh, more towards products because um, we're getting a lot of shops who want to support us and everything, and they're calling, and they just they want to buy stuff to sell to their customers, which we love, but... We only have so much manpower, you know. So we we were trying to kind of run our service, not so much service, but our shop end of things, and that takes my time. I mean, you know how it works. It just it takes time, and it takes. You, there's only so much time in a day, so we can't really focus the way we wanted to um, in the past on the product aspect of things, um, the way we wanted to. So we're kind of shifting out of. Um, just the regular shop stuff. We're still kinda doing builds and things like that in the shop but uh trying to gear more towards products so we can help support the other shops that want to buy the stuff off of us, you know. Um and it wasn't even necessarily a move that we kinda made all on our own. We were kind of just pushed that way. So we're um so we've been really, you know, gearing towards that. Um I you know, I do the I do a lot of CAD stuff and then I have a another guy that does some CAD stuff for us and uh we're designing a lot of things. Uh we brought uh crankcase vent kit. Um we we kind of have a different design than everybody else right now. Um we had a lot of a lot of customers even coming to us that were complaining about, you know, having oil coming out the tube on the crankcase vents and other things like that. So I kind of looked at it in a different aspect and designed a different uh crankcase vent kit. Um it's nothing crazy. I mean, it's not like rewriting the book or anything, but the the way I did it kind of cuts down on the oil loss and how much is actually coming out of the tube. Um, so we we debuted that. Um, we're going to have the first, as, well, as far as I know, the first full um, upper intake manifold. So it's not just like halves, uh, kind of like the BD kit, but this will be like a full upper intake manifold. It's the Y piece. It's all one piece. Um it'll be cast aluminum so that'll be that's going to be a piping kit um... for you know fifteen and up trucks and if you have a fifteen turbo on like eleven to fourteen truck uh... you'll be able to buy this intercooler piping kit it'll be a cast upper intake manifold with the uh... they'd be the cold side intercooler pipe and the cool part about this kit other than just the cast aluminum upper piece is the inlet for the turbo itself on the air filter side um, we have an adapter that's going to be a rotomolded adapter that goes from the factory-style air intake flange, the oval flange, to the, you know, four-inch uh, turbo flange. Okay. Um, so if you have a customer that, say, has an SMB already on the truck, to say, they deleted the truck and everybody, you know, wants to put an intake on it, too, um, what we were noticing is these people, they would buy a piping kit, an intercooler piping kit for the truck, and then... It comes with a tube-style you know, air filter intake um, pipe. So they were taking their SMBs and the AFEs and all that stuff. They have to take them off. And there's, you know how much they cost. There's $300 wasted. Yeah. A lot of guys don't want to waste them. They want to keep them, and they don't want to have to deal with you know, reselling them or getting rid of them. So uh, we just basically came up with an adapter that allows them to you know, still utilize their SMB or their AFE or their banks and take whatever it may be um, so they can keep it. So and still get the cool piping look and, you know, everything that they kind of wanted to begin with.
0: That's really cool.
1: So we just kind of saw, you know, a need for that. I feel like there's, you know, there was a need for that. And um, being that it'll be casted and everything, we're going to be able to really pump them out. So we'll be able to hit the volume numbers that, you know, the shops and the customers want to see. And that was the big thing right now. You know, I'm I'm also fabbing everything, too. So, you know, we're sitting down there fabbing these the tube, you know, Y intake manifolds, you know, out of tubing and billet flanges, and we can't keep up. I mean, honestly, I just we with everything that we have to do, you know, on this platform once again, I I can't physically keep up. So the whole cast aspect and everything that's going to allow us to kind of to hit those volumes, you know, that we need to hit for everyone. So that's uh, that's that that was a big thing for us. That was something we've been working on for like the last year
0: or so. It looked really cool. I I caught my eye when I was you know, scrolling through Instagram, and and I stopped, and I definitely wanted to chat with you about that and ask you know all the, all the details about it. And it's it's cool how it it gives you know six seven owners out there they they have the ability with their air intakes you yeah. know to to keep them, which it's. It's always tough, <laughs> you know, when you spend the money, you you never want to take anything off the truck you spent money on. Yeah, so.
1: yeah. I mean, that's I mean that's a huge thing. I mean, honestly, even from a shop aspect, you kind of feel like crap because you're like, man, I just sold this guy, you know, three hundred dollar, four hundred dollar air intake, and now he just wanted to change a couple other things, and I can't use <laughs> yeah. it. Yeah. You know? But we're also <laughs> going to sell that uh, intake. Why the cast piece is also going to be sold individually too. So anybody that would want to just build their own kit. You know, that that's really one of the harder parts on the six seven kits, uh, to either make or just come up with. Um so that'll also be sold separately. So um the cool thing about it too is it'll have uh you can either go three and a half inch or three inch with it. You can kinda of put a Van Gen in three and a half or three or a V band in three and a half or three, or just a straight three and a half inch coupler on it. So it leaves some adjustability for people and I know I talked with you about that last time, how we're kind of coming out with some of the billet flanges and just selling, you know, pieces and parts um, to customers that, you know, want to build their own stuff because we're trying to help drive it. You know, we're trying to help these other shops and other people who want to push these things. We're trying to, you know, give some of the stuff that we've learned and some of the small little pieces that, you know, may deter someone, you know, from kind of pushing the platform, make it easier for them. You know what I mean?
0: This is one of the things from, I think, just racing in general, but then also the events, is especially with the newer motors, is ha- having to drive it, like you said, to be able to show, hey, this platform can do this. You don't necessarily have to build a eighteen hundred horsepower, two thousand horsepower, six seven power stroke, but maybe you want six hundred, maybe you want seven hundred. Oh, yeah. I can show you guys what you need to do it. Yep. There's all these parts that you can get to do it in time and and just show the the viability of it. Like I know for a while with the L five P is, you know, the Duramax guys, they wanted the new truck, they get it. And then they're waiting for tuning options for it. And some of them would sell the truck and get, you know, an LML or or an LBZ or something. They get sick of waiting. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. They get sick of waiting. And, you know, I know that platform has some cool things coming up, but specifically with the power stroke, it's it's exciting to see it and watch and just how much has happened from you know I remember real early on there'd be pictures on Facebook of a six seven power stroke at six hundred horsepower and bent rods or you know the block came apart and then you know well the transmission will hold this power but now the converters are are starting to slip we need an aftermarket converter and now what about the clutches and all this stuff really fast maybe yeah it's years? all been touched on
1: really quick <laughs>
0: that that is awesome well I, I appreciate you taking some time out of your busy day I don't want to you know keep you away from making parts and and everything else you guys got, have going on you know over there at, at snyder performance but um we're big fans of the truck D- definitely keep an eye on uh on what you guys are doing and encourage you know, our listeners and, and then anyone anyone else out there to, go follow you guys on Instagram and Facebook and um, sign up for the newsletter. That's like the, the brackets you guys make. I saw it was, I think it was same day. I saw an email that you guys released the, the brackets for the switches. And I think they sold out that same day. <laughs> oh, yeah.
1: Yeah. We, like, literally, there's, like, the laser and stuff, like, we're wearing stuff out on it. It's that bad. Like, it's, <laughs> it's great. Well, maybe not quite that bad, but it's running a lot, and uh we've had a lot of interest in shops and stuff and other people wanting them and, and brackets, so we're trying to kind of conform a little bit and sell them, sell them to people the way that they want them, too. So there's, there's a lot of them floating around out there. So it's, it's, it's good. It works out really well. And it's a simple piece and it's, it's so stupid, simple, but it's just, it's so convenient. You don't have to drill a hole in the dash of a brand new truck, you know? And even, even the, you get a lot of people, even they're saying, oh, well, you know, I can just replace the panel. I put the hole in or whatever. But yeah, that panel from the factory though, is probably 35, $40. You know, you could just, you buy the switch mount for 19 bucks and put it in there and you're done. So yeah, that, I, I, that was a good move. And a lot of, a lot of people like him. It was a, it was a good hit. So it's definitely a, definitely a good item for shops too. You know, it makes the install quicker.
0: You guys are great with social media. So when you have new products and things like that, it's, it's up. That's not me. That's not me. <laughs> <laughs> Don't take that. That's not me.
1: That's all Amy. Amy, Amy tries to stay on that stuff. I, I'm terrible with that. I just, I I just work, you know what I mean. That's that's all I really know how to do. So, um, but Amy took a poll recently too on on whether we were going to run the dragster or the truck this year. So, it looks like the truck's winning. So I think we're going to try to hit some events with it, and maybe uh, you know if people can are more than welcome to stop and talk, and uh, you know we'll we'll touch on everything that we can, and you know we're we're out there to you know push the platform. We're not out there to you know try to take anything away from anybody we're trying to help the industry grow you know and and uh expand you know like we we've all been working really hard on that even even other businesses and i know the podcast stuff i mean that's that's helped tremendously i feel like too because it's it's educating the listeners and then you know when they come around and they they already know things you know they already have um a sense of what they're talking to you about and you know, five years ago without the podcasts and all this other information floating around it I feel like it was a totally different world, you know. So you know, huge kudos to you guys too for, for doing that. I think it helps a lot.
0: We we appreciate that, Dan. And we'll we'll keep plugging away and and everything and uh yeah, thanks for coming on today. I always always enjoy chatting with you and and uh educating me on <laughs> the new things in the six seven power stroke world. For sure. <laughs> I'll, tell,
1: I'll tell what I know, you know, I'll help the best that we can, so, but uh, I, I definitely appreciate the opportunity to, to talk about it, and uh, share some knowledge, and, uh, you know, kind of grow grow the sport, you know, it's, it's got a lot of growing, it still needs to do.
0: Don't forget diesel fans, head on over to ATSDiesel.com and DansDieselPerformance.com for upgrades for your truck, no matter how you're using it. Until next time, keep the shiny side up.